world updates from the oval Israel's parliament took a step towards criminalizing gay conversion therapy on Wednesday giving preliminary approval to a bill banning the practice widely regarded as a human rights violation The bill introduced by the head of the left-wing Meretz party opposition lawmaker Nitzan Horowitz was approved by Israel's parliament the Knesset in a vote of 42 to 36 Bruno D a 93 year old former Nazi concentration camp guard was charged with 5230 counts of accessory to murder over his time as an SS guard at the Stutthof concentration camp from 1944 to 1945 he was convicted of thousands of counts of being an accessory to murder and given a 2 year suspended prison sentence on Thursday he arrived for the first day of his trial for his role as a guard at the World War II Nazi Stutthof concentration camp on October 17 2019 in Hamburg Germany he was found guilty by the Hamburg juvenile court of aiding and abetting in the murder of at least 5232 people he faced a juvenile court because he was only 17 years old at the time he served in Stutthof Taliban says ready for peace talks with Afghan government next month if prisoner swap is completed Taliban is prepared to hold peace talks with the Afghan government next month straight after the Muslim holiday of Eid al-Adha Pope Francis former ambassador to France Luigi Ventura will stand trial for alleged sexual assault Ventura had resigned from his post after police had questioned him on sexual assault charges Ventura is set to appear in court in November he was also accused by four male of sexual misconduct conduct Ventura has denied the allegations a similar complaint was also filed in Ottawa when Ventura was serving in Ottawa in 2008 a forest fire continued for the second day near the village of Kecheris in the eastern Peloponnese of Greece officials said that assisted by four helicopters eight planes municipal staffs and volunteers more than 236 firefighters are tackling the blaze Children in Thailand were warned by their parents that CK would come and eat their livers if they didn't behave. Now this is not some fable out of a movie but the truth which the people of Thailand have lived with for years. Today you'll hear the story of a young Chinese soldier who was labeled cannibal and the first serial killer of Thailand. A lot changes in a day and so we must know it. Hello friends, you have tuned into the world as we know it presented by The Oval, a daily news capsule of updates from around the world. So let's get started with all that happened on 23rd of July. Starting the updates with the largest continent of the world that is Asia. China will give a 1 billion dollar loan to Latin American and Caribbean nations to have access to its COVID-19 vaccine. China's foreign minister Wang Yi told top regional diplomats in a meeting that their vaccine would have universal access. And now, the story of today. CK, a serial killer of Thailand who was called a cannibal and executed in 
1959 at the age of 32. As you heard earlier, he used to eat people's organ. It is alleged. K was just a Chinese immigrant working as a gardener. However, he was reportedly caught red-handed in 1958 burning the body of an 8-year-old boy. Called Thailand's first serial killer, the police even pinned on him at least five previous unsolved murders of children dating back to 1954. It is said that K told the police that he started liking a taste for human flesh during World War II when, as a Chinese soldier in a unit besieged by the Japanese, he survived on slain human bodies. He was tried and found guilty of murder and executed by firing squad on September 16, 1959. K's story didn't end here. He wasn't led to rest after execution. Instead, his corpse was displayed in a glass case in the Forensic Museum at Bangkok's Siri Raj Hospital. However, on Thursday, the dead were put to rest and cremated with priests chanting prayers. Malaysia's former PM Najib Rajak was ordered by a court to settle 1.69 billion ringgit in unpaid taxes over seven years while he was still in office. Najib is facing several corruption and abuse of power charges. These are linked to billions of dollars Malaysians prosecutors say was siphoned off from state fund Malaysia Development Perhad. A giant panda delivered a cub at Everland Amusement Park in South Korea, which is the first ever baby panda to be born in the country. The seven-year-old Ai Bao conceived in March after mating with a nine-year-old Lei Bao. The two are the only panda couple currently in South Korea. Two of Philippines' former Supreme Court justices and a maritime law expert filed a petition seeking scrapping of the recently passed anti-terrorism law. The grounds on which they filed the petition were that people could be labeled terrorists on denouncing country's relationship with China. The Anti-Terrorism Act defines a new crime, terrorism, under which it lists six related offenses. It allows the president, through nine cabinet members sitting on the 10-member Anti-Terrorism Council, to designate anyone a terrorist who can be apprehended without a warrant and detained for up to 24 days without charge. Till now, 16 petitions have been filed against it in the Supreme Court. In what could be seen as a noble gesture, South Korea's Asiana Airlines flew empty A380 Super Jumbo, its biggest commercial plane over 20 times, just to keep trainee pilots certified. The empty Airbus A380 flew over South Korea for a few hours a day for three days in May to enable pilots practice taking off and landing. Shooting or filming in Malaysia can cost you a license. Yes, Malaysia's communications minister declared that all film producers will have to apply for a license to shoot and produce videos in the country, including those broadcast on social media. The statement sparked a backlash on social media. South Korean economy dived in recession in the second quarter of in its worst decline in over 20 years due to coronavirus pandemic. The economy shrank by a seasonally adjusted 3.3% in the June quarter from 
three months earlier, the steepest contraction since the first quarter of 1998. A recession is defined as two consecutive quarters of shrinkage in, the, in GDP by economists. South Korea's GDP contracted by 1.3% in the first three months of 2020. Now, let's catch the stories from Americas. A New York federal judge ordered release from prison of the former lawyer of US President Donald Trump, Michael Cohen. Judge Alvin Helstrin reportedly agreed with Cohen's lawyer that he was sent again to prison because he was writing a book which is reportedly critical of Trump, as he was already serving his sentence under home release. Twitter has reported a 34% increase its average monetizable daily active users that is mdau to 186 million above the estimate of 176 million highest ever reported twitter said external factors such as shelter in place requirements and increased con conversation around the covid 19 pandemic are somehow responsible for it but in terms of ad sales which make up 82 percent of twitter's revenue sank 23% to $562 million. A drop in the company was reported to brand spending pauses tied to the pandemic and US civil unrest. Ted Willer, who is he? He is the mayor of Portland city of Oregon state in the USA. He was tear gassed late Wednesday night as he stood at a fence guarding a downtown federal courthouse during another night of protests. Demonstrators are continuously opposing the de deployment of federal agents by President Trump to quell the protest, which the protesters are having against police brutality after George Floyd's killing. TikTok has announced $200 million fund aiming to help its top creators in the United States supplement their earnings. Named as TikTok Creator Fund, the money is aimed to help eligible creators who are 18 years or older on the platform to earn a livelihood. The Senate of Chile has approved the bill which allows its citizens to withdraw up to 10% of their pension funds in order to fight and cope up with the adversities of COVID-19 pandemic. With the passage of 29 to 13 votes and one abstention, Bill has already got a green light in the lower house chamber of deputies. People of Chile were heavily protesting against the bill as the pension program obliges workers to pay 10% of their salaries into an individual account that is managed by administrators of private pension funds. Well friends, if you want to listen updates from all around the world in very quick time with just your earphones or even your speakers plugged in. Please follow, subscribe, like, and share our posts on Spotify, Google Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Telegram, and YouTube, and all other social media platforms with username at the rate Oval the Global. If you want to get these updates in image format, you can follow our Instagram handle or even Twitter Telegram channel or Facebook event or even Twitter where you can have more information about the world while you do other things also. Well, my friends, you know how to use social media in a knowledgeable and productive ways. So just go to at the rate over the global over the Spotify or Google podcast or YouTube. Let's catch the stories from Europe.
A southwestern state of Germany, Baden-Württemberg, is planning to ban burqas and niqabs in schools. Minister President of State Winfried Kretzmann said burqas and niqabs did not belong in a free society. A similar rule for teachers was already in place. The much-awaited Britain and European Union deal might not come to fruition anytime soon as both said there still remains some way of reaching a post-Brexit trade agreement. European Union Chief Negotiator Michel Barnier said a deal looked at this point unlikely. This was the second official negotiation round to be held in person since the coronavirus pandemic crisis, after both sides agreed to intensify talks in June. United States Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, the top US diplomat, says the Soviet occupation and annexation of the Baltic states of Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania in 1940 was a criminal act and draws parallel with present-day Russia's military maneuvers in Ukraine and Georgia. Germany's Freiburg State Court convicted a group of men for gang raping an 18-year-old woman in 2018. The case involved defendants out of whom 11 were Syrian, adding to tensions over migration in Germany, of course. According to the prosecutors, the victim was given an ecstasy tablet in a disco in Freiburg and her drink was spiked with an unknown substance leaving her unable to fend off the assailants. She reported that several men later raped her outside the disco. The defendants aged between 18 to 30 at the time of assault. They were given sentences ranging up to five and a half years in prison. UK's Prince Philip, the husband of Queen Elizabeth, handed over his patronage of the rifles to Prince Charles' wife, Camilla, after 67 years of association with the Infantry Regiment. The 99-year-old has been Colonel-in-Chief of the Rifles since its formation in 2007, but he has served as Colonel-in-Chief of successive regiments which make up the Rifles. A city in Bosnia will hold the elections for the first time in 12 years. This is the ethnically divided southern town of Mostar, which will conduct its first local vote on December 20. A last-minute political deal agreed under international mediation in June and passed in Parliament last week enabled the State Election Commission to set the vote in Mostar. France's new Interior Minister, Gerald Darmanin, projected a tougher stance on security after a shooting this week in a suburb of the Riviera city of Nice, saying they won't blow to criminal violence. He added, those who want to make the Republic bow down will pay the price. Days after detaining former journalist Ivan Safronov, the Russian police has charged David Frankel, a reporter with offenses including one punishable buy up to 15 days in jail, in connection with an incident in June wherein the, he claimed that a police officer broke his arm. The charges will be heard in court on July 27th. Let's catch the stories of Africa. Uganda on Thursday reported the first COVID-19 death. Yes, first COVID-19 death in the country after 34-year-old woman who was originally being treated for pneumonia, she died. Meanwhile, there have been 1,079 cases of coronavirus in the nation. Andrew Langeni 
South African anti-apartheid icon and the last remaining co-defendant alongside Nelson Mandela in the Rivonia trial died aged 95. He was given a lifer in 1963 for his role in the liberation struggle against the white minority government. He then served as a legislator in South Africa's first democratic parliament from 1994. New data by the South African Medical Research Council reveal a discrepancy in the number of COVID-19 deaths in the country. It suggested South Africa witnessed some 17,000 extra deaths from natural causes or 59% more than would normally be expected between early May and mid-July. The data pointed that more people are dying of COVID-19 than official figures show. Kenya's environmental defenders won a $12 million court victory against the government that could pave way for more legal action against polluters. A court in Mombasa gave the compensation for the deaths and health impacts from a nearby lead smelter for recycling batteries to residents of Ovino, Uhuru. The case was ongoing for four years. A survey suggested that the mysterious deaths of elephants in Botswana might have stopped. Country's Environment Ministry on Wednesday said, To date, there have not been any new mortalities observed during the survey, which will complete by July end. Now, the last region in our list today is Middle East. Oman has announced that its residents must get their visas renewed if they are living abroad if the visa is expired. Assistant Director of the Directorate General of Passports and Residence, Major Muhammad bin Rashid Al-Habsi, said that those returning must carry a receipt of the visa renewal. Saudi Arabia's King Salman bin Abdulaziz had a successful operation of his gallbladder. The de facto ruler will stay in hospital for some time to receive the treatment. King Salman was the crown prince and deputy prime minister for more than two and a half years before becoming the king. Saudi Arabian princes, Her Highness Princess Madawi bint Abdullah bin Muhammad ibn Jalawi al Sauds, she passed away. Her funeral took place on Thursday in the capital city of Riyadh. Israel will send its team of top research and developers to India to develop coronavirus tests. The four test methods will be voice test, breath analyzer test based on terahertz waves, isothermal test, and polyamino acid tests. Head of Israel's Directorate of Defense Research and Development, Dani Gold, said that Israel's polyamino acids test can produce a result in 30 minutes. Emirates Airline announced it will cover passengers' COVID-19 expenses if they are diagnosed with the virus during their travels, both in the UAE and worldwide. The decision was announced by the ruler of Duba, Sheikh Mohammed, adding that medical expenses of up to 150,000 euro and quarantine cost of 100 euros per day for 14 days can be claimed by the flyers. At the rate over the global, just type this username in your every social media account and you can get more world's updates on just one platform and even within 30 minutes. If you liked our content, please like, 
follow subscribe and more importantly share it with all the people you know because sharing of knowledge is equally important with its knowing check out and follow our instagram twitter facebook tumblr telegram youtube spotify and every other social media accounts with the handle at the rate oval the global share it with your people also if you have any suggestion be our guest we hear over the comments thanks a lot for listening to us keep reading and keep knowing because only knowing cures most of our problems and keep sharing this show with your people